tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Brian is back. The Brian Mudd Show. Throw in your two cents. Call 1-866-610-6397. That's 1-866-610-6397. Jobless claims fell to a pandemic low last week, down 10,000 to 281,000, the lowest level since March of last year. A total of 2.2 million people were collecting unemployment checks. That's down from 7.7 million a year earlier. Hiring slowed last month to just 194,000 new jobs after averaging over 600,000 a month for the first eight months of the year. But part of that's because companies can't find enough people to fill job openings. There were over 10 million job openings in August. That's the second most since 2000. And why is that happening? Well, to kind of borrow an expression from Cartman, screw you guys, I'm going home. Or in this case, screw Joe Biden and any woke employers, I'm going home. As I brought you in my top three takeaways, top of this hour, according to a new study from the Kaiser Family Foundation, 5% of the workforce has done that because of vaccine mandates. And only a quarter of employers have issued mandates today. And think about this. 5% of people are like, gone, out, done. And a lot of these people are those that are right on that window of being around retirement. And maybe some of them won't stay out. Maybe just some of them will wait until this nonsense has passed and they'll reenter the workforce. But it's a big part of the reason why we don't have enough people to go around for the jobs that exist out there. It has a lot to do with the supply chain issues, it has a lot to do with inflation. Somebody who knows about all these things, Monica Crowley, former assistant secretary for public affairs to the Treasury Department and really whiz-bang smart person on economics. Monica, how are you doing this Friday? Hey, good morning, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. Have you driven any electric school buses recently? <laughs> no, I have not. Have you? No, the only person I know who has is Joe Biden. You know, I, I found that to be a, a fascinating agenda. But naturally, I mean, the guy's driven an 18-wheeler, and, you know, so he uh, you know, he has great conversations about traveling millions of miles on Amtrak with a guy that's been retired for a couple decades. So, I mean, look, it's natural that, that Biden will. I'm just curious, because I hadn't found anybody else, so just checking. Uh, Monica, so about this situation, you know, with with the employment conundrum we've got in the fact that we now have hard evidence vaccine mandates are driving people out and we don't even have that OSHA rule that's been dropped in. Yes, that is exactly right. The OSHA rule does not exist yet. They say that they're drafting it, um, but it's going to be challenged in the courts. You're going to have it tied up for a long time. A lot of people believe it's unconstitutional. So the, the legal avenues have not yet even begun. Uh, to be ex- um, exhausted. So it, this is going to be a long time, but businesses are already taking it upon themselves to try to impose it, even without the OSHA rule. And not just businesses, but now we've got 
public sector areas that are imposing this rule without the mandate even be, being in place. And it is going to have a tremendously detrimental impact on all of our communities. Why? Because the people who are being fired fall into the categories of professions that are supposed to keep us safe and healthy. So doctors, nurses, other medical professionals, police, firefighters, teachers, they're all being fired in droves. I mean, Seattle could lose upwards of 40% of their police force. New York City, upwards of 30% of their police force. So look for, a, you know, rising crime, which is already a problem. Look for it to spike even more. But you know what? When you think about the left's long-range project of remaking America, they need the chaos. So this is something that they actually look forward to and want. You know, you bring up such a good point. You know, I referenced in the first hour of the show, Rules for Radicals, having a conversation about, uh, you know, why you have the the House Progressive Caucus and Bernie Sanders taking such a tough line, not even allowing to vote on the deal that had passed the Senate already. And it's ultimately they've been playing the long game. Rules for Radicals was written well over 50 years ago, and they do see a window in time to try to make things happen, to your point. It's happening from the ground up, just as their movement has, and that's why this is such a consequential you know, moment in time and why things are screwed up as they are in, in so many different respects as well, from inflation, supply chain, you name it. You know, Monica, uh, the only people I've I found that are more clueless about economics generally than most in news media are the people inside of the, the Biden administration. And so to that end, you often will hear uh, the reporting reflect not necessarily the reality on the ground like with a mandate. So with the OSHA rule, you'll commonly hear reported, and it's been offered up by the Biden administration as well, oh, but, you know, there's going to be the testing option. Now, I can't find companies that have traveled down the path of these mandates that have set up new departments uh, at all of their operations where they have the administrator of tests daily and the department that monitors all those tests daily and also have decided that they're going to eat the cost of setting all of this up. I mean, that part of it is really a farce just to have an excuse, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. And now you're seeing the movement away from even a testing option whether or not the testing option exists from company to company. But in the public sector, you know, it used to be that, well, the police department will have a testing option. So if you can't uh, get the vaccine for a religious reason or a medical reason, uh, that's okay. You can test out once a week or every day, whatever the, the rules might be. That no longer, that's all being a race. That's no longer even being an option. So it's clear that, that the pressure from everywhere is trying to channel everybody into the vaccine. And I'm sorry, but I don't care how you view the vaccine, whether you've taken it, you haven't taken it, whether you think it's a medical miracle or whether you're suspicious of it. I don't care what you think about the vaccine, but we should not in America be in the position of forcing people, coercing them through the government, to put something in their arm and into their system that they are not comfortable with. Government coercion, I mean, how many years have we talked about the Nazi regime and the coercion that they have used? This is going down a very similar road when you use the full power of the government to coerce someone to take a medicine that they don't want or, or may not need. 
for example, those with a natural immunity. So the fact now that we are so far down this road is really frightening. And the consequences, like I said, are going to be people who have trained for jobs particularly in the public sector, I mean, it takes a long time to train to be a, a firefighter or an EMT or a police officer. And just to fire those people, you can't replace them with, you can't go to a temp agency and say, I need a cop. It doesn't work that way. It, it but works again, out, Monica. the longer term project of the left is to remake the country and they've got to destroy it in order to remake it first. It, it, it really isn't as big of a problem as you think, because I don't know if you've heard about this, but every day and all across the country, what's happening is people have emergencies. They dial 911, and when they talk to somebody, they explain their emergency, and then they say, unless they're unvaccinated, in which case, just forget that, we'll be fine. I mean, that happens. Every, people are really concerned when the chips are down about the vaccination status, status of first responders. So it's it's completely cool uh, what, what's happening here now. Um, Monica. I mean, it's, it's completely outrageous. And the yeah. idea that, that people who need um, organ transplants, for example, and certain medical systems in the country are being turned down for their kidney, you know, kidney transplant or some other procedure because they are not vaccinated. This is fascist totalitarian stuff. And we all better be outraged and ready to move against it. Monica Crowley. Former Assistant Secretary for Public Affairs at the Department of Treasury and brilliant economic mind. Keep being awesome, Monica, which means just keep being you. Uh, well, thank you so much, Brian. Always great to join you. <laughs> Likewise. All right. Today's Q&A of the day, where we, us Floridians, where we stand on the issues. We'll dive into some of that coming up next at the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.